Hey everyone, welcome back to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, and I am your guide through our Outwatch experience. We have been episode by episode going through Survivor Pearl Islands, the magnificent gem of a television program that it is. Uh, and we have been dissecting the episodes, reacting to the big moments, giving our takes on the things that happen in the show. And I'm joined with three of my friends who, if you've forgotten, have never really watched Survivor up to this point and are nope. experiencing this season afresh with unbiased eyes, uh, just like a newborn babe entering the world. Um, <laughs> it's time to introduce my friends. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a good intro. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to make yourselves known, too. <laughs> we're, me we're meeting these newborn babes. Um, in this episode, the, the rowdy boys at Drake um, stuck their fingers into a um, stingray and got a nasty shock. So I've got to ask the I, question, Adam. I, I want to Adam, something really quick. It's Balboa. Okay. Sorry. Mm. But it was the Drake boys who did it, even though they were at Balboa. I'll give you that, but they're Balboa now. Yeah, two tribes are one. <laughs> two uh, tribes Adam, become since one. you know everything, why don't what's the what's the most dangerous thing you've stuck your fingers into? Uh, I worked at a summer camp for a few summers, and uh, there were water snakes, and they'd leave little holes, and uh, I stuck my, my my fingers in one one time to try and catch something. I still go inside, and in retrospect, that probably wasn't the brightest idea, but I'm still here, so. <laughs> More or less dangerous than sticking your hands into a stingray. You know, I, I feel like it was less dangerous, but probably equally potentially poisonous. So, mm. fair. Mm. Actually, no, mine was probably more dangerous. They had, like, medical people around them. <laughs> they needed help. <laughs> I, I had third what kind graders. Of camp was this? So. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Same question. Why, thank you. Um, first, would like to preface with the fact that I have a nasty cough. So, no, there is not a seal who is also part of this program. <laughs> it's just my cough, if you hear that. So, apologies. That would be um, a fun kind of shtick, though. Yes, yeah. We should try it next time. Our guest seal. <laughs> Our survivor seal. seal cast. Yeah, the seal of approval. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I always love that joke. So, uh, I was in eighth grade, I think, and I was at my best friend's house having a sleepover like eighth graders do because they can't drive. And I had a pink Razor phone, and it fell into the toilet. And I mm. fished it out with my hand, and I thought that was pretty nasty. So I'd say that was pretty dangerous. <laughs> but did the phone work? You gotta risk it for the pink razor. Risky for the pink razor. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a hot, hot commodity. Best phone ever made. Couldn't let that go down the toilet. Adam, I forgot to react to your story with the following. <laughs> I didn't know they made such an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a little late on the joke. <laughs> Uh, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Same question. Um, hi. First off, um, I guess first time, long time. Yeah. Um, so I work as a physical therapist, so naturally I have to <laughs> do some. I have to touch people for my job. Um, so I would say the nastiest Sounds thing horrible. that I have ever I've had to deal with like wounds before and stuff like that. I use gloves though. Um. So, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> mm. yeah, that's that gross. Is, um, <laughs> yep. That's really gross. It, it is. 
But thankfully, I work in not that setting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now that you've met your fellow Outwatch participants, um, it's time to remember what actually happened this episode of Survivor Pearl Islands. We are on episode nine, titled Shocking, Simply Shocking. Could refer to the events of the game, Should could refer to the Stingray itself. Uh, a lot <laughs> happened to this, this episode, and so let's uh, take a walk down to Tree Mail and remember what actually happened in this episode. We start with um, talking to Lil. She is at peace with this decision she's just made on swapping on the Morgans. She feels great about it. Um, Rhino, on the other hand, feels like he's on the bottom, but he's working on Burton. Um, trying to plant some seeds with him to swing at Rupert instead. Um, then we have this great moment where Burton catches a stingray and both he and Rupert inexplicably stick their fingers inside of it and receive a nasty shock, <laughs> much to their surprise. Um, we have then our reward challenge where they are shooting uh, plates with slingshots. Of course, Rupert wins. He edges out Lil wins breakfast, but then gives his reward uh, to Burton after Burton gave him immunity the night before. Um, so Burton and Lil go um, on this reward, have breakfast, and Burton claims that he has no loyalty to any faction. He's a free agent and is going to be swinging for the fences. Burton and Lil have this awkward date um, and start talking about the idea of taking out Rupert. Back at the tribe, uh, Krista and Sandra start talking about gunning for Rupert and Burton as well. And T sees these cracks in the Drake tribe, the former Drake tribe, um, and has a little bit of optimism. We go then to our immunity challenge, which is a trivia game with a coconut-based elimination mechanic, which Rupert wins again, um, keeping him safe going into tribal. Last minute, Rhino scrambles, tries to pull in Lil and Burton along with uh, Dara and T to try and swing on Rupert. But ultimately, Rhino is sent home unanimously, and Rhino is the first member of the jury uh, sent home on Survivor Pearl Islands. And that means Scott. Tribe Jameis Winston, you lost one of your star players in Ryan O. We did, we did. You could say we, we got suspended a game for that one or, <laughs> or whatever. We, that one that was a that was a tough blow. I loved Ryan. He was he was under the under the radar, but you could tell that he was a good player. If he had different circumstances, he might have been able to make it a little farther. Ryan O was one of my favorite players this season. He like I don't know, if he would have Ended up in a different circumstance, like you said. I think he would have had a chance to do really well. And he did, you know, fine. He made the jury. Yeah. It's I just, think he yeah. he started strategizing a little too late in the game. At, at least from what we yeah. saw on the camera. Yeah. Right. Like he, he started working on Burton when he realized he was on the chopping block. Not... Like, yeah. like he, 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 he just didn't seem like a player who thought far enough ahead, in my opinion. Well, and he probably relied so much on Andrew... Right, but the right. he was gone. It's like okay, gotta do yeah. my own thing now. Yeah, yeah. So now we gotta yeah. we gotta rally, Team Jameis Winston. We gotta rally, try and eat a W, <laughs> and <laughs> we're gunning for second place. So here we go. <laughs> the good news is there's still a lot of game left. Lots of stuff can happen. Still anyone's game. 
So uh, let's start by saying, guys, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Uh, the breakfast was a fun scene. I thought it was <laughs> ridiculous how much breakfast two people got. And I was really hoping That's they fair. would sneak some back to their tribe members, but they did not do that. <laughs> and so then I spent a lot of time wondering if they were even allowed to. Um, mm. And that was my experience with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have an affinity for wow. breakfast items. so Love breakfast. <laughs> Stole the show. Most important meal of the day. The, I, the phrase breakfast food is, a, um, is an establishment. It does not need to be there. Ex- you know, explain. You can have breakfast food at any time of the day. It's true. We just think of so eggs and bagels as breakfast foods. So it's just food. You're right. There's there's no other meal that we add the meal like before the food. food. We don't say lunch food. We don't say dinner food. Yeah, but breakfast. Oh, I just love lunch food. You know, yeah, the sandwiches, true. the hot that's dogs, weird. lunch meat. I guess. Yeah, I, I would say that. But yeah, that is curious. No, it's like Chinese food is just food in China, right? Right. I love that I've <laughs> taken us on this path. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Probst it's an is important smiling. One we've ventured down. I'm sure this is exactly what Jeff Probst really wanted yeah. to talk about. <laughs> He's pleased with this podcast. Um, I to, to go in a different direction. I I really love the reward challenge. Um, Love seeing the slingshot. Love seeing how bad people were at that. Um, and uh, I, I, I thought it was a, as far as challenges go, it was kind of a fun challenge. It's not like there, there was an element of skill, but there was an element of luck involved too. So it just kind of. And there was an element of fire. Fire's which was always unnecessary, good. Unnecessary, but fun. Fire's always good. <laughs> Fire's always you know, good. In this game, fire represents your life. That's true. Boom. I guess it was very symbolic. <laughs> I will say though, gang, there's some real rough challenge performers in this season. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rupert and Burton are good. And then uh, Yeah. Well, that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, who was uh slingshotting and just like completely terrible at it? Was it Krista? Krista. It was Krista. Krista. Yeah. Her form on the yeah. slingshot was Impeccable, impeccably bad, but impeccable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That she was bad at that. And the um, the other challenge that was the trivia one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trivia okay. was the second Krista one. was so bad at the trivia one that there were times. I, I think twice she chose an answer that wasn't a possible answer. <laughs> she Are was you like, serious? Yeah, I, I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, I, at sure least at least one time she was like option D, and Jeff only said A B C. I remember. I saw that. You've got to be kidding! <laughs> I, I feel like it happened twice. It may have only happened once, and it may just be an editing thing where you know they yeah. cut out the last question, yeah. but or the last option. It totally but happened like, once. I remember seeing it. <laughs> Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. yeah. I, I got really hung up on that. I also, one thing I really enjoyed about this episode, too, is we got to see a lot more strategizing. Yep. Agreed. Um, which, we, we got to see a lot more of the mental side of this game. But also, we got to see that they weren't good at it. <laughs> 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 or yep. they're brilliant. It's one of the two. <laughs> I have thoughts on this too, but I'll let you finish. No, no, no. That's that. Go for it. Take okay. it away, Scott. Okay. So, 
the strategizing. So they come up with this big plan. All right, we got to take out Rupert. Rupert is public enemy number one. We got to get Rupert before he gets us, yada, yada, yada. Then in the immunity challenge, where they can literally can take Rupert out, he's the last one yeah. to get a stone. Yeah. And I remember watching that like, what are they doing? Why are they not going for Rupert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that didn't make... Okay, so I, I have a theory about that. Um, on the one hand, that makes no sense to me. Agreed. Like, this is your chance to get Rupert out of the game. Easy peasy. I think Burton is smarter than they, the, the editing makes it seem. So what happened was Rhino goes to Burton. He says, hey, we have the numbers if you come along. If you bring uh, Lillian along, we have the numbers. And Burton hears that and says, yeah, we do have the numbers, but I'm the low man on the totem pole again, and it's not my idea, and so I'm not in charge. So he lets a challenge go. They get out Ryan, the guy who came up with the entire idea, and now he has an opportunity to step in as the leader, as the person who came up with that idea, as a majority person in, a, in an alliance like that. Hmm. So he's playing the long game. I think that's really smart. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's a brilliant play, but the editing doesn't make it seem like that was the case either. So who knows? Right. Because <laughs> I can't true. tell if like that just was an accident or if that was really strategy. Yeah. True. Because it seemed really dumb. But how are you that dumb? <laughs> it makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. I, I like that because I think, too, if you're Burton, like Ryan is just as big, uh, maybe not quite as big, but a very large challenge threat, too. Yeah, well, and um, Tawana and, uh, and Dara, they're going to default to Ryan in an alliance mm-hmm. like that. Yep. You get rid of him and suddenly they don't have anyone to default to. So then you step yeah, in. And so if you've got if you've got a free shot right here to take him out. Yeah. And then you can revisit hitting Rupert after that. Uh, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense to take Ryan out first. That is another thing I've really liked about this episode in particular is I really like the way Burton is playing the game. Since he's mm-hmm. since he came back from being, you know, voted out and he got a second chance, he's really making the most of it in my opinion. He's really becoming a force in the game. And I'm not just saying that cuz he's repping team Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like he was kind of a sleeper and didn't... Wasn't he the one who made fun of Rupert? Yeah. Like, I didn't love that. He was just kind of being a bully and I didn't think he was really adding anything to the game. And now he's back and he's actually doing really well. Yeah. Sort of a renaissance for Burton, you could say. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rediscovering himself. A real survivor second chance, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think he's coming in from... Like he was he was eliminated from the game. He realized that he couldn't just coast by and that he has to make moves in order to in in order to win the game. In order to get to the final, he has to do something. And as it sits right now, Rupert is just going to coast on through. So I, I think he came he came into this as the outcast or whatever they call him, um, the returning tribe person. And he knew he had to do something and he's doing it like which I I think makes him a great player in this game, Mm. Um, especially since you don't have like I I am 
I'm flabbergasted that John's not trying to make a move. Because you look at it, you know that Krista, Sandra, and Rupert are top three. Like, in the alliance that he's in, he's not going to get past Sandra. He's not going to get past Krista. And Rupert's number one. Why is John in that alliance? It doesn't serve him. We see this every season, though, I feel like. I feel like every year there's, like, a group of five or six, and you know there's, like, two or three people that are definitely, you know, running stuff in that alliance, and everybody else just kind of sits by and just lets it happen. And you're like, why don't you do something? It's all about the timing, too, you know? Um, And I think, yeah, I expect that John's going to do something about it. Um. Yeah, based well, on what we've seen so far, but it, finding the right time is hard. Yeah, yeah, and John did already try something. I guess I'll give him that credit. Um, he he did try to vote out Rupert. Oh, like way earlier. Yeah, yeah, before the merge. Yeah. So I mean, he he does recognize that he had to make a move. It was just, I I that might have just scared him off. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask when we got to the uh, the reward here later, what you guys thought about Bert's approach at this point. We've talked about it already, but anything else to add to that about the how you think Bert's playing this game right now? I just wonder if being out of the game gave him a better perspective to be more strategic. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he got, to, got the chance to really learn from his mistakes in a way that no one else really could, except right. for Lil, theoretically. Right. Well, but so, she's just so focused on relationships. I think it's a real roadblock for her to be able to even think strategically. Yeah. Yeah, I think just having the opportunity even to just step back away from things, you have a chance to, you know, have some clarity. You're not in it as much. You can kind of, like, see, okay, this person might actually be with this person and yada, 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 and kind of attack it that way once you get back in. Yeah, there's also... <clears throat> There's an element to his game. I'm just I'm I'm curious how strategic he actually is or how good he is at taking someone's idea and making it better for him. Like, I I wonder if Rhino hadn't approached him and said, we can flip this Mm -hmm. if he had come to that conclusion on his own. We'll never know. The whole, right, like this this whole concept of like we can take out Rupert, me and Lily and, you know, everybody. We can take him out. We can can flip this game. It it doesn't come from Burton. It comes from Rhino. At least he never, at least Burton never said anything prior to Rhino coming out and saying it. So I, that's, that's a thing that's really, as someone who's trying to look at this like, end game you're the final two H- how do you answer that question of did you really well i mean i guess even still like you outplayed rhino if like re- regardless of whether it was <laughs> you stole a strategy from him or not i guess like at the end of the day you outplayed him right yeah yeah who outlasted him right mm-hmm. and that that's a good point and being able to say like yeah it was his idea but I'm the one who used it correctly, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe to some people that would be, like, disqualifying, but I don't know. I think that's part of Survivor. Yeah, Yeah. because you still have to say, like, okay, that's a really good idea, but I know that I can let you get voted out this week and then Mm -hmm. take it next week. And that is still, you know, outwitting, I would say. Yeah. Especially because this is the pirate season, 
And as Rupert mm. has explained to us all, you know, pirates steal. Mutiny. So. Mm. Mutiny. Exactly. Is the next episode called Mutiny? I don't remember. I actually don't remember what episode 10 is called either. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I think if if Burton, you know, he, I'm thankful he was able to get over Rupert stating that if, you know, this was a real pirate ship, he would already be dead. Exactly. Come a long way from that. That's what I was trying to reference. I just forgot the words. That's all right. I knew where you were going. Thank you. Yeah. Um, earlier in the, uh, I had the thought during the reward challenge, I want to go back to that a little bit. These guys were like having so much fun or at least pretending to have so much fun. Do you guys catch up on that? People like goofing around with each other and laughing and all that. That was yeah. kind of bizarre to me. Yeah. I wonder how real that is. And if any of that is like, a like, oh, everything's great. And then something's going to hit the fan soon and mm. it's all going to like explode you know what i mean when was this remind me Re- in the reward oh, yeah, challenge yeah, okay yeah i think like everyone's pretending to be nice until someone casts like the first blow i think everyone was just so bad at the reward challenge that it was like you know it's it like everyone was just like oh it's basically a game of luck except for the three people or well, the two people because rhino really was terrible at it he got really lucky that he won and went to the final in that I think part of it was genuinely just we're all so terrible at this. Like, it's hilarious how bad we are at it. That's fair. What did you guys think about Rupert giving up his reward to Burton there? I thought that was very characteristic of him just Mm. because he is so loyal. Um, Honorable. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, as much as he talks about, like, being a pirate, it's like, well... Actually, he's just very, very loyal to the people around him. So when he got, because he got immunity from Burton, right? Mm-hmm. So when he got that, I mean, mm-hmm. it was probably not even a thought to give him the reward. Right. Right. What are the odds that allowing Burton to go, you know, have that conversation with Lil? Do you think that has the potential to come back and bite Rupert? I think, I think so. It, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say the same thing. I think so, too. I I don't think Rupert see, thinks that, though. No. I, I think Rupert yeah. is genuinely so trusting that he doesn't think so. I think he thinks he and Burton are like like they're honorable towards each other. Like they're, you know, they're men yeah. who see each other as men or like whatever. Right. He sees both of them kind of on his team. And this is just a way to strengthen that relationship. He doesn't see it as something that could turn against him one thing they talk about a lot leading into um tribal is how you can weigh like what is more valued um what's important in the strategic sense of survivor versus like just the logistical practical living in this camp result of making a vote, you know? Like, if man, if we vote out Rupert or Burton or someone, they catch the fish, you know? That's problematic for us. How do you guys, like, think that weight ought to be, you know, like, assigned or valued? I think you have to think about how many days are left on this island, first of all. Because if, like, like the, the closer you get to the end, the less valuable that is. Mm-hmm. If you only have a week left, 
you can get by on coconuts. You can get by on, you know, this, that, and the other, whatever. But if you're, you know, like, halfway through the game, we're at, what, like, day 22 or something like that? That's Somewhere around there. I, I, think. I think that's really where this... Um, that that's really where, where where this value starts to decline for people. Um, it's it's definitely important, but also I don't know. I, I I have a hard time thinking about this because of who I am. I wouldn't be able to just sit back and be like, oh, well, they're the person who gets fish. Like I would be the person who's like, well, I need to like know how to do that myself, or I need because I I have a hard time people right. doing things for me. So this is a hard. This this is a really interesting idea, but it's one that I don't feel like necessarily I can answer very well now that I'm talking about it. I think like that goes out the window a bit once you hit the merge, because now it's yeah. like okay, we got to survive for like you said, Adam. Like we got to survive for like 35 days out here, or however long I forget exactly how long it is, but. So, you know, having somebody that can catch the fish, keep us hungry, or not hungry, keep us full, whatever, is really good. But now it's like, it's game time. Like, if we can take a shot at the most powerful player in the game, like, sure, I could probably go learn how to catch some fish, you know? That's kind of my thought on it. And I want to, like, say if I was out there, I would, you know, be able to think, okay, I can vote this guy out have a better chance of winning a million dollars and be able to tough out not eating fish for the next two weeks. But I've also never been out on a desert island playing Survivor with very little food. Yeah. And if I was in that situation, I would probably think, no, I, w- I really want this fish. That's that's definitely a different conversation to have now where we can I can call someone and they'll have a pizza to my door in five minutes yeah. Versus Speaking. I have been on an island slowly like I'm losing and you know a ridiculous amount of weight over the last 20 days. Yeah. Because even though I'm eating well, I'm not eating the number of calories I was before. I was gonna say, and the challenges now are they're about my ability to perform in them. They're not about like, well, you know, I have teammates who are gonna who are gonna back me up, who are gonna pick up my slack if I'm like not able to perform as well. It's potentially life and death for me in a challenge and I need to perform. So the person who's bringing in calories, like, yeah, that's a pretty important role. Mm-hmm. You brought up being able to deliver pizza and I just wanted to share with you and the, our loyal <laughs> listeners yeah. that I did in fact order delivery pizza from the good Pizza X um, that did deliver arrive at my door shortly before we began recording. Um, I can't express how much damage this buffalo chicken pizza from Pizza X is going to do to my body (laughs) in the short to medium term. (laughs) Um, This is also the hottest buffalo chicken pizza I've ever had. Really? My, like, eyes are watering over here. (laughs) And, like, I can usually do spicy okay, but it's really hot. (laughs) I'm anyway, sorry. back to did Survivor. You get, did you get breadsticks at least? I I didn't get breadsticks. What's no, I'm point? on a budget. Did you get ranch? <laughs> <laughs> the budget. Fair enough. I hey, did guys, get support ranch, this yeah. podcast. Okay. <laughs> Alex yeah, needs his breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> did this just become fast food reviews? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you uh, yeah. haven't heard, I've got a fast food reviews channel on YouTube. Check it out. Fast food reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
I also wanted to bring up the the camp living stuff because there was you know this conversation about the the Drakes work too hard, the Morgans don't work enough. We had this great moment where we saw Lil dragging just you know like a branch across the beach and said you know perhaps quite dramatically. Now I know how Jesus felt. <laughs> Which is a. <laughs> <laughs> a metaphor I don't quite follow. I don't really remember the story of how Jesus dragged beaches or <laughs> limbs across the beach, uh, what she's particularly referring to, but uh, still a fun thing. Lil, Lil has a pretty peculiar sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's an emotional yeah. one. She is. I, uh, I'll wait to talk about this for the next episode. Um, yeah, I'm excited to use this... Um, in a really passive-aggressive, sarcastic way going forward. <laughs> you know. I can't wait. Oh, uh, man, this this buffalo chicken pizza is really messing me up. Now I know how Jesus felt. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. So the immunity challenge. We had this trivia game, um, and then if you got a question right, you got to go dump a coconut in someone else's trough. When you got five coconuts, you were eliminated. I just want to say, I am so glad we've moved on from trivia survivor challenges. This, this is was so dumb. boring. Yeah. This is so boring. This was not a good challenge, like, no. at all. Well, I, I love, have to like, act- I love trivia. I love going out to a bar with friends and doing trivia at night. I'm terrible at it, but I love it. But this was so <laughs> high stakes and, like, um... Jeff is reading the questions. And, you know, like trivia, it's like, oh, here's a question. And Jeff's like, this is the question. This is a serious <laughs> game. And it's like, it just wasn't super interactive. It's just like, it's boring to watch. Yeah. Like, it's not visually compelling at all. It also, it was like, you, you, you literally, you could have condensed this down into two minutes where everyone voted on who got immunity. Mm-hmm. And that would have been it, yeah. it would be the exact same thing. Like effectively, it yeah. made no. It, it didn't make any sense. Like it, the way. Like I understand this idea of like, oh, we're gonna like draw out some. This person doesn't like this person in doing this, you know, whatever. But it yeah. was literally like, you got a coconut. <gasps> Everyone else. I'm sorry, the seal came back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. It was literally like you get a coconut. Everyone else is going to give you a coconut because it's a safe place to put it because other people gave you a coconut already. Yeah. It seems like it was a better idea in theory than in practice. Mm hmm. But hey, let's combine these two things we do on Survivor trivia and the thing where you put votes on someone and make it one thing. And didn't work. And then add some fire. I do have to ask, though. Yeah, there wasn't fire in this Uh. one. Did you guys get the keel hauling question right? Yeah. Yes, we were so excited. Okay, I, we were, we were so, so excited about it because we talked about it and we spent like a, you know, a good amount of time reading the Wikipedia page about it. How about did that come hauling? up? Yeah. I don't remember how we started talking about that. The reason it came up is the because challenge. that's what the last immunity challenge was. And I think Jeff oh, even right. said it. That's right. <laughs> and that's why we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I think Chris just still got it wrong. Yeah, I, oh. I thought we talked about it organically. And I was like, we talked about keel hauling yeah, and then they did it. Too. And then like... An hour before we started recording, I was like, oh, no, that's what the last challenge was. <laughs> Did you say Krista got yeah. it wrong? Yeah. 
Come on, I Krista. So. Jameis Winston tribe. Hey, hey, Krista. <laughs> hey, Krista. Back in 2003, Krista. Okay, we need you to do better. All right. <laughs> this is out. This is Outwatch calling you out. Do better in 2003. Um, I did note you guys said this already, but I noted it seemed odd that it took so long for people to start putting coconuts in Rupert's trough if they were actually gunning for him. I think that yeah, by this point. They'd kind of called that plan off for the time being. If they were really going for it, you know, they would have tried to keep him from getting immunity. This was their moment. I'm sure they had a conversation off camera saying, hey, uh, let's just get Rhino this time. Make sure he gets out. We'll do this some other time, you know. Yeah, now that you say that, it really does make sense. Of course, I don't have, like, I didn't think about that. So it's good that you guys are helping me out with this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, You're doing great, the, Scott. The entire immunity challenge, I was frustrated because I was sitting there just going, "This is your moment to get him out. If you really want to take him out, he You've got a ton of control. He can't fight back. Like there's mm-hmm. so many of you, it's yeah. easy. But yeah, but no. I, I at the end of it, I think that's what it is. I, I think I think Burton made the call. That we're going to get rid of an, one more power player, and he'd still have the numbers, and he's going to be all right. So before uh, Tribal, Rhino makes a last-ditch effort to try and pull in Lil and Bert uh, to add to Dara and T um, to swing it, you know, one of the power three. Do you think that going for Lil and Bert are the right targets here, um, or do you think he would be more likely to pull... Someone else from that other kind of side over to his cause to stay alive in this moment. <laughs> who, who are we talking about? I'm sorry. We're talking about Rhino. Oh. Is he, is he better off going after Burton or should he have gone after someone else? The only person I could think of that he could have gone after is John, maybe? Because Rupert and Krista and who else is in that? Sandra. Sandra. They're all, like, tight, so... Yeah. I don't know. John, I guess, but then... Yeah, that's kind of it. I don't know. Like, you could... I think John would have been an interesting person to approach, though, because I, I, I don't think any of them like John, and I think that's probably why they didn't approach him. Mm-hmm. But also, like, he's kind of a... He's a snake um, at the end of the day. So... If you approach him with like, hey, seems like you're at the bottom of this totem pole. It's Tawana, Dara, me, you. That gives us four. Talk to your boy Burton. See if we can get five. You know, it it it, it doesn't like I don't maybe maybe it happened, it just wasn't interesting, so they didn't edit it into the episode, but why not approach him? Like you're on like you're going mm-hmm. home. It's not it's not even a secret. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you're surprised if you get voted out. Like talk to literally everyone. That does logically make sense. I kind of think I don't know if we've seen evidence to support this or not, but my th- thinking is that if John is so egotistical that if he's approached with any idea that he didn't himself come up with, he's probably going to reject it, you know? I 
I feel like it'd be easy enough to make John think that he came up with the idea, though. Yeah. He's and kind I, of an that's idiot. That's and true. I think he really... <laughs> I think he really likes options. I think he loves the idea of being part of all of these different things. And, like, he's the key, and he can choose, you know, right. like which way the game he's, will go. He's in a position of power if he gets to make the deciding vote or whatever, you know. That's basically, like, him coming up with the idea himself. So, yeah. yeah. So, at Tribal... Um, I think Dara said like one sentence and it just reminded me that Dara was in this game <laughs> uh, and how freaking invisible hey, she is. I'm going to I'm going to use a word that I learned recently. Dara is purple edited. What does that mean? Heck yeah. Purple Dara. What does that mean? In, Did we I talk about I that? I don't know what season in it was. In this podcast or somewhere else? There was there was someone there were two people with the same name and one of them was like purple whatever. Um, and she was in. She made it like really far into the game, but no one remembered she was there ever, like mm -hmm. any of the viewers. So whenever people are like, Dara, where you don't see her, but she's there, they call it purple edit. Mm. Yep. Purple Kelly. That's right. I'm in, I'm invested in this community now, guys. Like, I'm <laughs> here <yeah>. for it. <laughs> you know who Purple Kelly is. You're in. I didn't know the name. <laughs> You're close. I, I knew the word purple. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really is, yeah, it's to the point in the game where now it's an anomaly that someone's this far and we have, we know nothing about them and have seen them do nothing. It, you know, she is in the unique, like, category of the deep, deep, under-edited people. Right up there with Joe Del Campo, uh, Purple Kelly, uh... Andrea, you know. And Scott from the Outwatch podcast. <gasps> <laughs> can, we, can we purple edit one of us some season? <laughs> Just cut out all of your stuff. Right. Except for like one. Yeah, yeah. And then and then in like in like the 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 near final episode. <laughs> they come bring out and win. <laughs> <laughs> So Rhino gets voted out. What were your guys' overall thoughts on Rhino's game? The first member of the jury, what's your uh, moratorium on Rhino's uh, performance here on Pearl Islands? Rhino seemed like a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't he nice to that bird that came up in their camp? He was nice to the bird. Pelican Pete. Pelican, yeah. Pelican Pete. Pelican Pete. He liked him. He uh, Rupert really liked him, too. Yeah. Because he was, like, willing to learn and everything. Yeah, like I said earlier, I think I think he just wound up on the wrong tribe. I think he was a good player and actually knew what was going on a little bit, but just didn't have the numbers and, you know. Yeah, could you imagine, like, the one-two punch of Rupert and Rhino if they were placed on mm -hmm. the same tribe? They would have mm -hmm. They would have gotten together, gotten along really well. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and then he would he'd probably be a bit, probably would make it a lot further in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like that tribe just kind of was a a detriment to all of those players because, yeah, like, I think Rhino would have done a lot better. And then even with Dara, like, we were saying, you know, she's been purple edited or whatever. But, I mean, she's, like, a solid player. Like, I remember there are times when she's been in challenges and she's, like, held off for a long time. She's been very strong, and I just don't think she's had a chance to do anything. And I think it kind of stems from the fact that that tribe just sucked. 
Mm. Yeah, there. I, I, I'm quick to say that like I don't think Dara was a very good player, is a very good player in this game. But also, I think that if she has the opportunity to do something, she probably would do it. Yeah. She just doesn't have the opportunity. Right, right. And, and, and so that makes it, that, that definitely skews my view, definitely skews my view of those, of certain players in this game. I would really love, I, I don't think I predicted Rhino would come back in a future season when I made my predictions, but I would really love it if he comes back in another season just to see if he can actually play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has not, unfortunately, to this point. Mm-hmm. But I would I would love that, too. I He was honestly almost like a disappointment, one of my bigger disappointments of this season, because he does seem like he'd be a really good player uh, and is, like, physically strong. He is a nice guy. I bet he has a pretty good social game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, never really, like, showed it or maybe didn't even really have much of an opportunity to. Um, yeah, he was one of my favorite players watching this season, so it's yeah. it's a bummer that... He's a strong mm, player, yeah. nice guy. If yep. he... Like, yeah, I, I think that's the thing. Like, I, I don't think there was anyone who was like, oh, yeah, I don't like Rhino. <laughs> I, think every, right. I think everyone liked him, like, well enough. He just mm-hmm. wasn't in their alliance. He wasn't on their tribe, so... Yeah. He did start too late in this strategic stuff. It was when he realized, well, I'm on the bottom. I should do something that he started. Uh, you shouldn't have to start there. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, uh, Scott, you did lose one of the members of your, uh, your tribe here. Um, let's go through the scoring for this week's, uh, fantasy survivor, so, uh, to start, for individual immunity, uh, that would be Rupert. Uh, Adam, you got two points for that with Rupert. Individual reward was also Rupert, and you got a point for that as well. Um, and then everybody else voted correctly and was still in the game after tribal with the exception of uh rhino because um everybody voted for rhino except for rhino so that means emily lol john tribe got two points uh one apiece from lil and john adam you ended up with a total of six points um after everybody voted correctly was still in the game and rupert won both try or both challenges and then scott you gained two points today ryan got none but Kristen burton both got a point so our tally at the end of episode nine in third place tribe lil john with 18 (laughs) points (laughs) in second place tribe Jameis winston has 20 and a half and then pacing the field at this point the Lancaster tribe, twenty-five he points. Looks so pleased What's up? <laughs> but there's still plenty of game left. Yeah, but I, I will. I got I got Rupert and Sandra, so like I kind of got it locked up. If we just want to, and well, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if we just want to give it to me now, I think we're pretty much set. So. No. Wow! Wow! <laughs> 
Got some confidence here. Bold words here from the Lancaster <laughs> We will see indeed. Uh, any other reactions to this episode before we wrap up here? I think with the exception of the immunity challenge being really stupid, <laughs> this was up there with better some of the one of the best episodes of the season yeah things are getting really interesting strategy was really good the the social aspect of the game is becoming really interesting what was started out for the first what four to six episodes as a pretty terrible season in my opinion yeah because the tribes are so uneven (laughs) is really good now (laughs) yeah we're uh we're playing just wait yeah we are just wait for next episode, episode 10, next time on Outwatch, uh, which is, in my opinion, one of, if not the best episodes of the whole season. So you'll want to tune back in for our next episode, and the best way to do that is to subscribe to our podcast feed on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and keep up with us on Twitter at Outwatch Podcast. Until then, keep your fingers out of stingrays. We'll see you next time.